You're listening to Higher Ed Social, part of the Connect EDU network. Welcome to the show. I know. Um, it's crazy. Everyone finally gets to hear my voice. I know, right? It's like Siri or Gossip Girl. <laughs> well, the voice you're hearing, guys, is the amazing Emma Hawes, who has been our producer on the show for a little while now. What, two years at least? Um, I started back around like February of 2018, so technically a year and a half. I well, actually... You know we round up. <laughs> well, actually, I started after Andy Brown was a guest because you and I were a connection on LinkedIn somehow. And then Andy, I saw where he was like a guest. I was like, okay, I'll listen to this. And then you were like, hey, we need a little help. Um, would you like to get involved even though you're not in higher ed? And I was like, yeah. So that's how the story pretty much began. And I'm here. <laughs> So at least 70 episodes. I think it was around episode 100 that you joined us. Yeah. So. I know that it was like a, I changed it from like being bi-weekly to a week. Yeah, that's when we switched to weekly. Yeah. I meant bi-monthly. Sorry, guys. <laughs> oh, it was bi-weekly. We went from, well, bi-weekly is, I think it's about the same thing. Um, Whatever. Yeah. It's every other week, but um, which is typically about twice a month. So yeah, that's about right. Um, yeah, now I feel as though we should have our AP style books out in front of us just because oh, I'm like, no, is it bi-night, no, bi-weekly, no. bi-monthly? I hate, I hate AP style. I mean, we use it. I just, you know, I just need it to stay at work. <laughs> so well, um, why don't you tell us a little bit about yourself? Okay. Like where, um, where are you from? You've worked in higher ed some. Um, yeah, but uh, where did you go to school? Um, all that kind of fun stuff. Well, um, my name is Emma Hawes. I am originally from Sykes to Missouri. And while I was in high school, I kind of like explored the realm of like journalism. I always wanted to be like a writer at some capacity. And so also my uncle, he was an anchor for like a TV station back at home. So I decided to go into like the journalism realm and I fell into PR. Um, but I actually in college, I still picked up this thing where it's like, I work with ESPN on the side. Um, we can go into that later, but anyway, I graduated from Mississippi state in 2014. And afterwards I started freelancing, um, for a few organizations. And then I got my master's from Purdue university, which is how I know Andy Brown, a alum of the show. And I moved to Nashville around August of 2017, where I um, accepted a position with Vanderbilt University Medical Center. And then I moved into my role um, at Vanderbilt University, where I worked um, in their alumni communications department for briefly. But what I do right now, and I've worked, I've been there since November is I work for Postmates and business development or sales. And so I contact businesses and it's really great and it's super rewarding. And we have like a great culture there. So I guess that's me in a nutshell. Um, 
you can go back to well, some of like, more. the little random things. There's yeah, a fun little is... fact about you two. Um, you're a triplet, aren't you? Yeah, that's the one thing I was going to say at the beginning. And what's funny is actually all three of us, we went to Mississippi State at the same time. And it wasn't like we're the triplet like freak show that you get to see in like shows because whenever I was a little kid there was a show called The Proud Family and there were these triplets that they were like all the same made the same grades and that's like a totally wrong stereotype because all of us wanted to go to different schools but I have to say we have our own personalities and it's like definitely something it's one of those facts you forget about with yourself <laughs> well it must have been interesting growing up with two others um, but yeah. I mean, you have a, it's a, a brother and a sister, right? Yes, you got that correct. Um, my sister is married and she lives in Memphis. And then my brother, he farms with our dad on the family farm. So that's pretty much like how I can explain them. So it's funny because growing up, it's like my sister and I, we always loved like clothes and stuff where my brother and I, we love the same type of music. But it's always something where it's like there's a few things that's like we're not quite the same one. But my sister, what's funny is I never would have thought that she would have liked the same music as I. Whenever she was like, Emma, you need to check out Rustin Kelly. That's Casey Musgrave's husband. <laughs> and then all of us were like, wow, that's quite crazy, Madeline. You read my mind. And I never thought you could do that with music. That's See, I've, I've never um, really had um, – I mean, I have a sister. Um, yeah. Of course, we talked about this a couple of episodes ago, but my life, my family life has been all thrown all into craziness. Um, but, yeah, I, I'm kind of jealous and at the same time not jealous. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, I mean, there are, like, downsides. Like, I mean, we had to share a car, but, I mean, for, like – anyone were to have triplets what would they do whenever their kids like turned obviously 16? buy them all cars um really <laughs> nice ones um you know and you know send them all to the best school well at least you got half of that yeah i mean i have to say mississippi state was a great school for all of us because did they give we... you a discount surely they gave you a discount <laughs> no they did not but like anyway the coolest thing is like all of us we pledged like I mean, obviously, Clay, we pledged different Greek organizations. Um, yeah. But it was pretty awesome because it would be like we'd have classes. And there was one girl that around my senior year, it was so funny. She was like, I was hoping that I would have a class with you just so I can say that I had a class with the triplet. Like all, <laughs> all three of us. So it was so funny, but I will never forget Natalie Capel like telling me that. But they, of course, had general elective classes with my other siblings. Yeah. Well, um, what was I going to ask? I was going to ask something and then I lost it. Um, that seems to happen a lot lately. <laughs> no, you're fine. I feel as though that's my brain capacity because I always tell people at work that basically after seven o'clock or six thirty, I get like stupid just because I'm like, I want to go home. What TV show am I going to watch? And I just want to read a book. So what are so, you reading, watching? How's that? Um, 
Right now, I actually am reading um, a Jen Hatmaker book called Interrupted. Um, uh -huh. It's just really good. I read. I'm reading that. Um, I'm halfway through it. I started it yesterday. We'll see if we're finished by the time this airs. But also, I am watching um, The Righteous Gemstones. If you've never heard of it, um, are you familiar with it, Logan? I am not. Okay. Well, it's with Danny McBride, who did like um, Eastbound and Down with Kenny Powers. Um, and he's like an evan televangelist preacher. And mm -hmm. so he, his dad is John Goodman, and his brother is Andy Bevine, who um, was on Workaholics. And it's just so hysterical with everything. And it's probably a little bit contradictory that I'm like, hey, I'm reading this book about Jen Hatmaker where she's going on about how, you know, the church, it's like there's a lot of misconceptions of, like, wealth and stuff in it. And then right. you have, like, this show where it is just, like, ballistic, crazy and it's like they took a lot of elements of like Tammy Faye Baker uh -huh. and stuff in that. But it's just like a show that's like I if no one has watched it yet, it is just hysterical. I mean, I'm a pretty devout Christian, but I adore that. But also another show that I love is I just cannot give up Parks and Rec. <laughs> I... I'm taking a break from it, but that's because I watched it straight for a while. Um, I've been watching Shit's Creek um, because it's Shit's Creek and it's amazing. Um, I know, David. Yes, I like this. So great. There's a actually a t-shirt company called Urban Tea Farm, and they had like all these shirts that were like, "Ew, David." So. but <laughs> yes, my sister it's... she adores it i need to catch up on that maybe i should put a break on parks and rec and switch over to that yeah i um i just i don't know it's hard to put words into it it's it's slow for the first like three or four episodes but once you get past that and get past the exposition and you start getting into the meat of the show it's just wonderful well, my mom, actually what's funny is we watched the first season together. We binged it. And then the second one, whenever it came out, we both looked at each other and we were like, this is like just dragging through molasses. However, my sister, it was so funny because she was singing Simply the Best by Tina Turner. And I was like, oh my gosh, Malin, I feel as though I should at least give it another chance. And I have, but it's just like... I don't know. I feel as though Parks and Rec, it's definitely my show. Yeah, as far as shows go, um, I've been really bad about not watching TV lately. I don't know. So I'm, I'm actually a big anime fan, and I haven't even watched yeah. a single anime episode in like three months, which is sad. Um, and, I... uh, you know, I usually play video games, and I haven't been doing that. I don't know. I just... I've been listening to audiobooks, and um, right now I'm listening to a series by Craig Allenson uh, called Expeditionary Force. It's like a sci-fi space opera that is freaking hilarious, um, and it's best heard as an audiobook because it's just they have the best um, uh, like narrator uh, R.C. Bray. He just just does a great job. Um, so I'm actually re reading those 
Um, this will probably be like the third time through because I had to take a break from my previous book series, which was uh, uh, by Jack Campbell, the um, whatchamacallit series, uh, 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 Lost Fleet series, which is also amazing. Um, so, yeah, it's I don't know. I've just been busy. been trying to run again, um, which well, have you at least kind of that. added <laughs> have you at least added other podcasts into the mix? Uh, no, all I've been listening to is uh, the politics podcast because you don't get much uh, more real, real life reality uh, hilarity. Uh, well, it's kind of funny days. because one of my, my favorite political podcasts is called Pantsy Politics. And it's just like they had an explosion of like a whole bunch of events. And I just like cannot even imagine how they put stuff together just because they have a tour and typically they have two episodes come out and it was like they had more than that um wow. i mean two per week that's um that's a little much i know npr politics podcast just announced today that they are going to daily which i'm like wow guys i guess you do radio so this is normal um. yeah and plus it's <laughs> npr i mean they have everything from like this American life and like, you know, the tiny desk concert. So it's like, they're not stopping as far as content. That's true. And I, I mean, I do listen to podcasts every day. I mean, I listen to, I start my day with podcasts and, you know, I kind of skip through some, um, from time to time. Um, I have to admit, I haven't listened to as many new podcasts. I've just kind of gotten settled into my normal podcasts. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's it's interesting. I mean, yeah. Once you, I guess once you uh, once you get in your happy place and you have your podcast that you listen to, and they're all they all just happen to be daily or weekly podcasts that never really stop. Um, there really isn't a whole lot of room for other things. Yeah. Um, what would you say is your top three podcast that's like you cannot miss, or you oh. feel as though your life is incomplete? Oh, well, um, probably up first and the daily in the morning because I get really annoyed if they, if they aren't out yet. Um, like, cause I wake up around five, five thirty because, you know, I do that to myself and, um, <laughs> you know, if they're not ready to go by the time I'm ready to listen to them, then I get a little annoyed because they're like part of my routine. Right. Sure. Um, and then I listen to Today Explained um, on the way home from work. Um, I usually listen to NPR Politics when it pops up, but now I guess I'm going to be listening to that every day. Uh, I listen to Radio Lab. I listen to The Indicator. Um, every Thursday, I listen to The Political Gab Fest. Um, I download Armchair Expert every week, and then I listen to 15 minutes of it, and then I move on. <laughs> Um, um, I listen to well said because, um, I miss Jackie and it's fun hearing Aww. her on a podcast. Um, but I you miss know, her I'll, too. I'll, I'll never admit that on, uh, I just did, didn't I? Um, but anyway, um, it's fun if, and everyone should go listen to, um, well said, it's a great podcast. Jackie is amazing, is an amazing interviewer. Um, so uh, go listen to that. Um, I did listen to Improvised Star Trek, um, but it is going off the air. Really? Um, after 
many, many years. Um, I think How 10 years. How many seasons? 10. Wow. Or 10 well, years, I've... not 10 seasons. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you've heard of it, but The Good Place has their own podcast. Oh, I and haven't. So, like, with me, it's like they're releasing, like, episodes, like, they'll recap, like, a certain episode, and they'll give, like, so many, like, amazing facts, because I never would have thought that, like, there is this one, like, creature that they had in another dimension called the Need Noggle, and huh. it was kind of funny because they gave the explanation of why they named it, which was a special effects guy. But it's just like so many, it like breaks down so many trivial elements of the show that you never would have thought about. And I just feel as though The Good Place is one of my favorite shows that I am going to be super depressed whenever it ends. Oh, yeah, I get that. I, I love The Good Place too. Um, I kind of stopped watching when I found out it was going to end because... See, I'm weird about that. Like, I will quit watching something or I will quit playing a game when I get close to the end, especially if I love it because I don't want it to end. And I'm like, you know what? Let's just spread this out. Let's just make it last. Right? Well, it's funny because in the show, they, um, the podcast show, they mention a lot of parallels to the show Lost and they mentioned how like Lost drug it on forever. Yeah, and I can say... From like 2006 to 2010 at the Hawes house, what happened was every, was it Wednesday or Tuesday night? It's like cell phones were off. We had to be like sitting down every, you could not like do anything else. Or in like, if there, if you were doing something, you had to be quiet because we were watching Lost. And I mean, I still feel as though it's a good show and it definitely was like a predecessor for a lot of shows out there. But it was like, I have to say, they did drag it on too long. But I it's, never would it, have thought. It actually was the, the whole um, the whole concept of it, right? It's called Jumping the Shark. Um, kind of. And, well, and it comes from, uh, do you know where that comes from? Yes, the um, fawns on Happy Days. He actually right. jumped with water skis. Over a shark. And that's when everybody realized, okay, this, this, this show's gone on too long. Um, and a lot of good series are starting to realize that Battlestar Galactica, for instance, only was just a few seasons because they realized we could definitely easily jump the shark. Um, so they already had written out the beginning, middle and end, and they just kind of went there. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, there's a chance that you could do it wrong. Like, um, <clears throat> Game of Thrones. Um, which while I loved the eighth season, they, they didn't drag it on enough. <laughs> right. Yeah. I, I mean, wasn't like, it like eight episodes? Yes. The beauty of game of Thrones is that it took us seven, six years, six years, six whole years for us to do, to get to where we were and to tell the stories the way they were supposed to be told. And then it it was like the last two seasons were like, let's make a movie version that is abridged. And some of the best parts of Game of Thrones are the, the, the storytelling that happens as they're writing from the top of the continent to the bottom of the continent. And, you know, the adventures that they get into kind of in the middle of that. And 
in the eighth season, they would be up in the north and then they would be down in King's Landing in like 20 minutes. And uh, that just kind of took away from the scale of grandeur. So, so you know, you can go too long. Um, you can go just right or you can go just not long enough. Well, I know that, like, definitely I'm not really, like, a Game of Thrones fan. I've seen, like, the first, like, season and a half. But I just feel as though, like, they didn't cover as much as what was in the books. And is it, like, um, George R. R. Martin, like, supposedly writing more? Oh, Lord, yes. Um, there's going to be a whole other series. <laughs> um, It'll be, like, another finished... part. He hasn't finished the books yet, so... Yeah, and he's been promising a book for years, um, and and <laughs> it's never panned out. Um, well, it's so funny because, like, I mean, I remember as like a little kid, I rem- we got we were obsessed with the Chronicles of Narnia before Disney made the movies, and there was like this series that they had, and I remember us watching it. It was only like three or four of the books, and then that was the same situation that happened with the Chronicles of Narnia that Disney made where they had Liam Neeson as the lion. Yep. And now it's like Netflix. I hope that they provide us all seven of the books or maybe split up like whatever of like the 180 pages of the last battle game of Thrones style. Maybe they could do that, but I just hope that all books get made into a movie. Well, we're about to find out because uh, yeah. the Witcher, they're about to come out with the Witcher which is a game, but it was a book series before a game. And uh-huh. the book series, uh, it's a Polish author. So it's not like, it's not an English work. Though you can you can get it um, translated to English, and it's actually pretty epic and great as an audiobook as well. Um, but it is, uh, that series is coming out, and Henry Cavill is Geralt, the uh, Witcher. So it's going to be incredibly interesting to watch um i'm super excited um we've only seen like one shot of him dressed up as Geralt, like drinking a potion and that's all we got and it was awesome so um that should be pretty exciting but i think we're running out of time um yeah you're good it was fun at least you know being behind the mic yeah well it's great to have you um because um and, and i'm sorry it took us so long to get you on uh to, no, uh, you're to fine. talk um and i just want to thank you for just everything you've done on the show yeah. um, helping me keep it running um because it's a little hard to do um now that we're you know a two-person team instead of a three-person team but that's fine um i think it's going to be great um so listeners don't forget to head down to higher and get links to the stuff we talked about today and subscribe to the show anywhere you listen to podcasts um, if you like the show, please consider giving us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps people find us, and it lets us know um, uh, how we're doing here on the show. Uh, don't forget to follow us on Twitter at HES Podcast. Send us a tweet. We love talking to you. And don't forget to let us know if you want to be on the show. Higher Ed Social was created by Jackie Vitrano and Logan Bishop and is produced by this amazing person named Emma Haas. Um, the show is also part of the Connect EDU network, the first podcast network for higher education. Visit the website connectedu.network and subscribe to some awesome shows no matter where you work on campus. Thanks, and we'll see you next week. <laughs>